For you, me, and Nick. Spencer, you always get all the answers. Colin McLaughlin, this is literally the sports doctor, guys. It's time for the Sports Mix on Talk Radio WRNR and TV 10. Let's mix it up with a breakdown of some local, regional, and national sports with Spencer Dupuis, Nick Verzellini, and Colin McLaughlin. Welcome in to this Thursday, December 16th edition of the Sports Mix, brought to you by Brown's Funeral Home and Cremations. Robert Fields and Sons, a family-owned, full-service funeral home that has probably served our area since 1880. Spencer Dupuy, Nick Verzellini, Colin McLaughlin, the sports doctor, happy to have you with us. It's a great Thursday afternoon here in the eastern panhandle of West Virginia. Packs show today. Uh, First, uh, we'll uh, talk a little bit about the game last night that Colin had with Jim Klein. Then we'll play a feature that I did on Braxton Todd being the first player in Martinsburg football history to sign in the early period. Then we'll take a break. We'll be joined by Dennis Burlingham, the head wrestling coach at Musselman High School, as they get ready for a 24-team duel event this weekend at Musselman High School. Then we'll take another break. We'll come back. We'll finish our bold predictions, take another break, and then we'll be joined by A.D. Elliott, the head coach of the Musselman women's girls basketball team. They won last night. Colin had that game. And then uh, that'll wrap up the show for today. Colin, that was an exciting game for Musselman to get back into it, being down 11 and a half. Yeah, it was a uh, overtime thriller that Musselman didn't lead until the final minute of the game. Very impressive, hard-fought battle between uh, the Lady Appleman and uh, the Hampshire Lady Trojans. And Hampshire just kind of got into some foul trouble, so had a couple starters that didn't get to play much, and the offense just fell apart. Musselman had a full-court press that uh, started working and got some free throws when they needed it, and it'll be exciting to hear from uh, A.D. Elliott. It's the first one of the year for them, and they looked uh, like a team that will never quit, and you always want that in a team. And it wasn't necessarily, it also was the combination of really Hampshire just making a lot of mistakes down the stretch. Yeah, a lot of turnovers, too many fouls to allow uh, Musselman to get into the bonus, including a uh, one there as time expired. Hampshire was up by two at 51 to 49, and there were three seconds left, and Musselman had to go all the way to the opposite end of the court. And right in front of us at the scores table at half court, there was a foul right as time expired, and it was double bonus time, so Musselman got two free throws, and Janiah Lindsay made them both the force, the OT, and then they won. Yeah, it's definitely a but crazy at the same game. time, it builds why, confidence, too. Why, why are you fouling yeah. in that situation? Why are you even near the shooter at half yeah, court know. is beyond me at that level because, honestly, the chances of a girl high school basketball player making a half-court shot off balance – Near the score, oh, that table was a brutal hit. Though. Is very slim, brutal hit. But luckily, she's okay. She made Musselman. those free throws, yeah. and Musselman got the victory. Definitely learned a lot of things that you can take down the stretch of the season. Uh, due to time, now we're going to head over to uh, this feature that I had. Braxton Todd becomes the first player in Martinsburg Bulldog history to sign early. Here's the feature. From their own eleven, they move from left to right. Balls resting pretty much right in the middle of the field. Bajant back out there at quarterback. Braxton Todd to his left side. There is the snap and the handoff. Braxton Todd cutting right up the middle. He's into the clear at the 30. It's a foot race down the near side hash mark. Look at Adams catch him from behind as he gets to him, but he breaks the tackle. Braxton Todd gets away and goes in for the score. 
Martinsburg Bulldogs senior running back Braxton Todd was limited to just three games this season due to a nagging leg injury, but made the most of those three games and the 38 carries for 467 yards and three touchdowns, including that 89-yard touchdown run. He averaged a whopping 12.29 yards per attempt over those 38 attempts. And although he only was able to play three games... His lifelong goal of playing college football was still in front of him. As on Wednesday, December 15th, he signed his national letter of intent to continue his football and academic career at Bowling Green State University in Bowling Green, Ohio. Bulldogs head coach Britt Sherman noted that Todd was the first player in Martinsburg Bulldog football history to sign early in the early decision period. Braxton's actually our first early signing period signee that we've ever uh, had signed here in uh, in behalf of Martinsburg High School, Martinsburg football, we'd like to congratulate him on signing a full scholarship to Bowling Green University. First early signee in Martinsburg football history, how's it feel? Feels good, man. It's a blessing to be where I'm at. Uh, you know, I got a whole bunch of support and love. I wasn't expecting at all. So it feels good. It feels real good. And obviously this year, didn't get to play much, but how does it feel to know that you can still live your dream of going to play Division One football? Uh, it means everything. Um, this past year has been real tough for me and, and lots of different aspects not many uh, people know about. But, you know, it, it's life, and uh, it, it's, it's, it feels good. It feels real good. And how does it feel to know that even though you weren't able to play but maybe two or three games this year, you made a huge impact and had a lot, you know, were able to do a lot of things in just a couple of games? Yeah, um, you know, I missed the first game, so the second game it was definitely, you know, in my head even more important, put even more of a chip on my shoulder, you know, do good. So, um, yeah, just every time I step on the field, I try to do my best, show what I got, but, yeah. So why Bowling Green? Why Bowling Green? Um, mainly the coaching staff, you know, uh, since day one, they were just showing me a whole bunch of love. On my visit there, um, just the quality of people, it's a good um, education system. I mean, I, I play early there. It's just a whole bunch. Of, it, it was just a perfect perfect fit for me. You talk about it being a perfect fit and then being able to play early. Uh, is that kind of what stood out overall about Bowling Green and, and what kind of style do they have offensive? Uh, yeah, offensively, I fit in the system too. It's, it's spread, same thing as here. Um, uh, they said they're going to put some packages in for me as well. So that's, that's cool too, but... Um, yeah, mainly mainly just the whole coaching staff that play early, that type of thing. All right, Braxton, congrats on signing and good luck at Bowling Green. Appreciate it. Thank you. For Talk Radio WRNR and TV 10 Sports, I'm Spencer Dupuis. Handoff goes to Braxton Todd, running here to the right. He'll turn the corner and get into the end zone for the Martinsburg Bulldog touchdown. And what a great thing for Braxton Todd there to be able to be a first and uh, to still be able to go play college football after what happened this year with his lower leg injury that nagged all season long and only limited him to three parts of three games, 38 carries. Still the third leading rusher on the team with over 400 yards. Yeah, insane numbers for Braxton this year. An excellent season, even though he really didn't play that much and just a great career. And uh, definitely will go down as one of the better Bulldogs to come through the program. And best of luck to him at uh, Bowling Green. Yeah, you just have to imagine with numbers like that, if he would have got to play the uh, full season, he might have been over 1,500 yards. Yeah, I mean, I, he definitely would have challenged Hudson Clement for Gatorade Player of the Year. Oh, yeah. 100%. That that would be the battle. Who, which Bulldog wins Gatorade Player of the Year? Yeah. 
All right, that does it for the first segment, brought to you in part by Hagerstown Ford, revolutionizing the car buying experience. Buy your next vehicle online. They'll deliver it to you. If you don't like it, they'll take it back. Go to HagerstownFord.com for more. We come back after this break. We'll be joined by Dennis Burlingame, the head wrestling coach at Musselman High School. As they get ready to host the Musselman Duels with over 24 teams. That's next on the Sports Mix. This is Eric at Hagerstown Ford. Over the last decade, the way we buy things have evolved. Now, you get on your phone, click Want It, and it shows up at your front door. At Hagerstown Ford, it is that convenient. We've changed the car buying experience on the I-81 corridor forever. And with a return policy better than Walmart, there's absolutely no reason to buy a newer used car, truck, or SUV anywhere else. Just like Amazon, Hagerstown Ford will deliver the vehicle to you, where you are, and on your time. And if you don't want it, return it, no questions asked. Why waste your time at a car dealership playing the dumb back-and-forth games? Besides, we hate it more than you do. I assure you, no dealership from Winchester, Virginia to Washington, D.C. will beat our price. No dealership from Chambersburg, Pennsylvania to Baltimore, Maryland will beat our price. And no other dealership will allow you to return it if you don't want it. Hagerstown Ford absolutely provides the best experience at the best price. Visit HagerstownFord.com to schedule your VIP experience. Click on the vehicle you want and get your new ride delivered to you at no risk. See dealer for details. Let's go! Drink some beers! Mountaineer Grill and Pub! Mountaineer Grill and Pub offers many daily specials including Trivia Night Monday, Karaoke Tuesday, Steak Night Wednesday and Sunday, Thursday Night Boneless Wing Night, and on Friday and Saturday nights there'll be a DJ and or karaoke. And remember, Monday through Friday, happy hour 11 a.m. to 6 p.m., $2 domestic bottles and $2.50 domestic drafts. Let's go! Drink some beers! Mountaineer Burke Schultz, Harmon, and Jenkinson, where accident, injury, and disability lawyers with over 120 years combined local trial experience. When injury or illness has stopped you from working, you may be eligible for Social Security disability. Ron Harmon has been winning disability claims for over a quarter of a century. Don't hire some out-of-state firm. Ron Harmon's in Martinsburg. He will meet with you right here in our office. Get a local lawyer you can trust. Call 304-LAWYERS for a free consultation. 304-LAWYERS or 304-263-0900. You're tuned into the Sports Mix with Spencer and Nick on Talk Radio WRNR 106.5 FM, AM 740 and TV 10. Welcome back to this Thursday, December 16th edition of the Sports Mix. Spencer Pui, Nick Verzellini, Colin McLaughlin, happy to have you with us. And we'll now welcome to the program the head wrestling coach at Musselman High School, Coach Dennis Burlingame. How you doing today, Coach? You there, Coach? Looks like it, the line went dead. I'll have to call him back here momentarily. Uh, you guys just want to stall for me? Uh, that's sure, what we're I mean, here yeah. to do. Colin, how are you? Good, uh, getting ready to talk about these uh, Musselman duels. I liked the uh, logo that they sent when they sent us the information. Do you see it? It is a very uh, buff Frosty the Snowman. I do see uh, that Let me now. see if I can put it there on TV 10 for people. Yeah, Frosty the Snowman, He's one jacked. of my favorite Christmas specials. You guys Would you mess with Frosty you if you had a coach? I wouldn't mess with biceps yeah, yeah, like that. Hey, hey, we have now we have Coach Burlingame on the phone. I guess it disconnected there. Uh, but your team hosting a 
dual event this weekend starting tomorrow. It's against it's has twenty four teams in the event. How big is that for you guys to be able to host it this year after obviously not being able to host it last year? Oh, for sure. That's probably the biggest thing we're excited about is it's been, you know, off for one year. This is actually the tenth anniversary of this tournament. Well last year was supposed to be so uh, you know, originally when we had the thinking of it last year, we wanted to make it bigger than it had been before, which is 24 teams. Biggest we'd ever been before that is 20. So we're very excited to get there. And uh, not only do we have 24 teams, but we have probably the premier event going on this weekend in the Mountain State. It is uh, a very, very quality field. So, Coach, for people that maybe aren't familiar with West Virginia high school wrestling or any wrestling, I guess, tournament, how exactly does this work out? Is there like a champion individuals or teams how 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 all does it break down well the musman duels is a little unique in that we're going to be doing both a team champion as well as an all tournament team so first with the all tournament team what we do is at the end of the weekend the coaches are going to vote on it should be 14 but we always do 16 cuz you're always going to have just a bunch of standouts in it but we do a 16, you know, individuals in each weight class because there's 14 weight classes, but the individuals that stood out the most. Now, as far as the team competition goes, we're really going to get a true champion on this because what we have is we have uh, four pools to start, okay? And inside of those four pools, or actually, it actually starts out with six pools of four. So they're going to wrestle into those matches, and then we take the four champions, and then they get into their matches. So basically starting at 11 o'clock on Saturday – the four best teams that each won their pool, they are going to be wrestling. And then the second-place team, the third-place team, fourth-place, fifth, and sixth for each bracket. So each team's going to end up wrestling eight matches by the time we're out of here this weekend. So since you mentioned uh, 24 teams, how many states are uh, represented from those uh, 24 schools? We have got uh, Maryland, Virginia, and West Virginia. So, and then with the uh, West Virginia teams we have, we actually have currently the number one team in the state, St. Albans, is going to be here. They just knocked off multi-time def- defending champion Parkersburg South. They're going to be here. And then we have uh, Spring Mills right down the road, which was the runner-up last year. And basically those teams are almost intact from where they were last year. So that's going to be you know, two teams that possibly could be in that finals pool. We also have the Cannon Upshur, which was a top-10 team, Washington, which was a top-10 team, um, you know, we just got a number of different teams from West Virginia that are in. The Virginia teams that we have in are very quality, too. We have both the 3A and the 4A runner-ups in here. So, and then It's going to be interesting. And then so you have it as pool play or pool wrestling, I guess. Is that is that four, four pools, I believe, A, B, C, and D? Yeah, how it's going to start, it's going to start with four pools of six. So each team is going to wrestle all five teams that were in their pool. They basically got put in their pool by us seeding them. Basically, we got together before the season started, and we kind of said, okay, this is the number one seed based off what they have returning. This is the two, this is the three, this is the four, et cetera. Once they get through there, it's going to become six pools of four. So it starts as four pools of six on Friday, and then on Saturday it's going to go to six pools of four. So, Coach, for your team, uh, what kind of stands out for you about them this year, and uh, how does a tournament like this kind of help you prepare for a potential state run and stuff like that. That's why it's so important to get these quality, you know, these quality of teams out here to the panhandle because it kind of gives us an idea of where we're at to bring them in. You know, obviously we have the defending state champion and 195 pounds back in. That's Parker Bentley. 
But then after that, we've got a senior-laden team where the guys have been pretty close. We've had two of the guys in the blood rounds, which is the round right before they place. So, you know, we've got some kids in there that have been to the state tournament. They've wrestled matches. We're going to be able to see where they're at this year because, like I said, a lot of highly ranked kids are going to be here. Talk to us a bit about a couple of your players I see on here that you guys uh, have listed uh, multi-year starters and state qualifiers in uh, Brady Mills, Brady Hemp, Gage Cosner, Colin Edwards, uh, John Beck, Jillian Timberlake, and uh, Dominic Marindola. So what do they uh, bring to help your team out this year? All of those uh, are in the lineup, and like I said, they have been with us. We still have you? Do we still have you there? put in now as far as on the mat goes all of them have been very successful so far this year we've uh we've already had an event last week at skyline where we were wrestling pretty well uh we lost in the uh the strasburg so we kind of dropped out of that one but like they're already starting to show now if you go individually brady mills and brady hemp they've been around this program forever i can remember when they were little uh, in the dragons program and they were there so it's kind of neat to see them progress up through Dominic Marindola is a kid that just started wrestling in high school. So you can kind of see you get the kid that's wrestled all throughout, and then in our program we get a lot of kids that just started wrestling in high school. Jillian has uh, done a great job. You know, she was the West Virginia state champion last year in women's, and then she comes over into the guys. She actually qualified for the state tournament last year for the guys. So then we've got Gage Cosner. Gage Cosner has been, you know, he started as a little guy in the first year of high school. He's all the way up to 160, 170 now for us. So. Same thing. We've got a wealth of talent, and you know we haven't even mentioned uh, Parker, who won it all last year. So, and looking at the pool, you're in Pool A, uh, St. Albans. You mentioned a little bit about them, and then you have two Northern Virginia schools, Millbrook and Tuscarora, and then Jefferson, and then you have Smithburg out of Maryland. What kind of uh, competition do those four teams br- or five teams bring to you guys? Well, St. Albans, I think, is well documented. They are like they're the team to beat. You know, they're the number one team in the state right now, and, and they beat Parkersburg Cell. So everybody knows what they're going to bring to the table. Tuscarora is a uh, – you guys, we've obviously seen them in football. They're a big school down there in Virginia. They have a lot of kids out. Uh, he's actually young this year, though. He's got some freshmen that are in the lineup that are talented, but they're not seasoned yet. So we're going to see where we're at with that quality of kids. Millbrook is year in and year out. That's a very solid program down in Virginia. Jefferson, uh, Coach Robbie Webb is doing a nice job of building those back up, so they're starting to get the numbers out. And then um, who's my last one? Oh, Smithsburg. Smithsburg, Maryland is a team that's come here two or three times, and we wrestled them uh, two years ago and came right down to the last match. How do you guys kind of prepare for a uh, tournament like this with so many different teams and not necessarily knowing who you're going to face in each round and and stuff like that for individuals? How, How do the kids kind of prepare for that? It's one of those when you go to basically scout and see what kind of matchups and, and people that are there, you kind of keep an eye on it. But the sport of wrestling is so fluid. You know, you really can't get caught up in we're going to have this kid definitely or we're going to have that kid definitely because even in a bracketed tournament, that kid could get picked off. So basically our biggest thing to prepare for is to care about and worry about what we're doing right now, which is, you know, we wrestled last week. We can see some holes in our game and some deficiencies that we have to have, and that's what we've really been working on this week. That and obviously – cardio and condition i mean they're about to wrestle eight matches and the caliber of this is i mean some of these kids could literally be going six minute matches every single round so now is that eight matches within the one day or is that stretched out throughout the uh entire tournament weekend that's the entire tournament so they'll get four matches they get basically 
Coach, you're uh, kind of cutting out if you can hear me right now, if you can get back to a uh, signal. We can hear you now, yes. Yep, okay. But no, uh, I don't know if you heard that. They're going to have four matches on Friday and four matches on Saturday. Okay. Uh, you got a follow-up? I was going to just quickly follow up. Uh, how does this benefit not only uh, your team getting to see out-of-state guys, but also other teams within the uh, EPAC? Well, that's the. this is the very first year. I don't know if you uh, read the preview or not, but Washington is coming into it for the first time. And all these years that we've had it, we've never had Washington here. And really, the panhandle last year at the state tournament had our best showing ever. And, you know, obviously Spring Mills has been well-documented how good they are. And to have teams now that are willing to come over here to wrestle on this thing, it's awesome. I mean, just a couple of weeks ago, Washington hosted a tournament. They had Huntington and Wheeling Park in it. And, you know, back when I started coaching, it was very rare you'd see those teams come all the way out here. So, basically, it's building up this area. The kids are getting a chance to see what the state tournament's going to be like as far as matches and the caliber of kids that are there before we actually get down there. And, you know, 20 years of coaching, that wasn't always the case. A lot of times we, we'd go down to the state tournament and be like, oh, my God, look how good these kids are. We hadn't seen them. So, <clears throat> we've come a long way out here, that's for sure. And looking ahead in your schedule, obviously, you have this uh... – this duels that you're hosting and then on the 28th and 29th you'll actually head to huntington for the wsaz tourney uh what does it mean for you guys to be able to make that trip down there and and you know face them and face a bunch of teams in that area well the uh 28th and 29th of december we're actually in wheeling which oh, okay. we get the northern panhandle teams and then you are right we go to wsaz but that's actually in january that's at the okay. end of january and both of them are huge because i don't you know obviously people they're familiar with wheeling and huntington they both have huge arenas and both of those events are actually wrestled in those arenas. <clears throat> the WSAZ tournament you're talking about, that's actually 12 mats down on the floor. Uh, they've got somewhere in the neighborhood of about 80 different schools. I mean, it's crazy. And then um, the um, the Wheeling Park duels that we'll go to at the end of this month, that's got all your Ohio's in there. It's got uh, your Northern Panhandles, Wheeling Park, which just won that tournament out in Washington a couple of weeks ago. So we really try to make it an effort to get around and, and see as much competition as we can. The one that's usually hard to get, we don't usually see Parkersburg South during the year. It's kind of hard to get them. But um, most part, we, we get to see everybody before the year's up. Coach, we talked a little bit about Parker Bentley, the uh, reigning state champion, but what makes him so special and what has he kind of worked on this off season to get ready and try to defend that state title? Well, Parker, it's funny with the offseason, he really was concerned about how he was going to take it to the next level. He just signed last week at West Liberty University. West Lib is a, I think they finished third last year in the NCAA Division II, like for wrestling, they're a powerhouse. But, you know, a lot of stuff that he had to improve on, even though he won the state title last year, was he had to work on some of those holes that we'd open up in the game. And in the sport of wrestling, it could be something as simple as he's leaving his elbow up here when he ties into a tie. So he did a lot to work on there. Parker's very special on top. He's very, very good up top, which is where, you know, like in the state tournament, that's where he got a lot of his points. He'd, he'd get back points and exposures on there. But uh, Parker's just tough. He's He comes in, he does everything that we ask him to do. He's at it practice every single day, works as hard as he possibly can, and he's just been a grinder, and he's gotten better every year. He's a kid that his freshman year actually had a losing record. And then his sophomore year, he takes fourth in the state, and then last year as a junior wins it. Final question here. Uh, this is about two months away, but I'm looking at the schedule for you guys, and uh, you guys are hosting the regions this year. Not sure if you guys have in the past, but what does it mean to be able to host the regions at, uh, yeah, at Musselman? We, oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. I was just saying, what does it mean for you guys to be able to host that at Musselman? 
Yeah, we actually hosted it about three or four years ago, and it's pretty good. And, you know, to be able to host that event and have, hey, these kids are qualifying and they're about to go to the state tournament because, again, when you get matches like that, that's when they get more intense. They get, you know, where they're meaningful and, you know, you get good crowd support the whole nine yards. So it's cool that we get to do it here. Uh, it's a little bit more work, not as much as organizing this tournament is and, and getting ready for this weekend. But, um, you know, it's, it's definitely special anytime you can host the qualify for the state tournament. I think that's a pretty cool little honor to have. All right. Well, thanks for joining us. Best of luck to your team at, at your own duels this weekend. All right. I appreciate it, guys. Thanks for doing a preview on it. Head coach of the Musselman Wrestling Team, Dennis Burlingame. They have the Musselman Duels down in Inwood. 24 teams competing. That should be a good one this weekend This weekend, if you're interested in watching some high school wrestling. That does it for this segment of the Sports Mix, brought to you in part by Orsini's Home Store, not just an appliance store any longer. Cabinets and Designer Bedding, Outdoor Living. It's family-owned and operated, located at 360 Hack Wilson Way in Martinsburg. Go to Orsini's.com for more. We come back, we'll do our bold predictions and have some breaking news that just uh, came across my cell phone as we were doing the interview. That's next on the Sports Mix. Hi, this is Lauren from Orsini's right here in Martinsburg. Grilling is not just for the boys. We are a platinum Traeger dealer carrying the Pro Series all the way up to the Timberline Series. We have every flavor of wood pellets along with accessories, rubs, sauces, not just Traeger. We carry Utz, Meat Church, Lanes, and Dizzy Pig. We also carry a full line of Yeti products. Orsini's has everything to complete your backyard. Visit us at 360 Hack Wilson Way or at Orsini's.com. The WBU Cancer Institute at Berkeley Medical Center provides integrated cancer services delivered by highly trained physicians, nurses, and support staff in one convenient location. Learning that you or a loved one has cancer is devastating. We trust that you can take comfort in knowing the best and comprehensive cancer care services are available close to home. For more info on WBU Medicine's cancer infusion services or to speak to a nurse navigator, call 304-267-1944. Hi, Kresha Hornby here. Larry DeMarco, broker of Modern Realty Results, believes he has some of the best real estate agents in the eastern panhandle. Agents at Modern Realty Results have years of experience and knowledge of the local real estate market. Agents within the office work as a team to provide quality customer service. We strive to always ensure client satisfaction through handling every transaction with honesty and integrity, all while offering competitive rates. Modern Realty Results is veteran-owned and managed. Please call us at 262-4222, modernrealtyresults.com. Ever try to collect on an insurance claim? Perhaps a homeowner's claim, auto accident, or fire? Insurance companies collect money from you for protection should something bad happen. And when it does, they don't want to pay or they offer too little. At Mansion Ferretti, we have an attorney who worked defending insurance companies and knows all the dirty tricks they play to deny or lowball your claim. Call us today for help in getting what you really deserve. Mansion Ferretti, when you need justice. Now, back to the Sports Mix with Spencer and Nick on Talk Radio WRNR 106.5 FM, AM 740, and TV 10.
Welcome back to this edition of the Sports Mix, 1235 on your Thursday afternoon or 535 if you're listening to this in the evening. Spencer Dupuy, Nick Verzellini, Colin McLaughlin, happy to have you with us. Uh, breaking news coming out of Ashburn, Virginia. Not shocked at this point because it's been going on all week. Uh, Washington has placed three more players on the COVID list. Cam Curl, Keith Ishmael, Tyler Larson. Uh, both of those two guys at the bottom are centers. Cam Curl, obviously, starting safety, one of the best that Washington has. Uh, and then they've signed defensive tackle Akeem Spence, I'm assuming, because they have so many defensive players on the COVID list. Um, so, obviously, uh, another turn of events coming from Ashburn, Virginia. Uh, they've also placed Troy Apke on the COVID list as well. Uh, along with yesterday, they put Kyle Allen, Milo Effler, Derek Frost, My- Matt Ioannidis, Courtney- Cornelius Lucas, Samus Reyes, and Cam Sims. They uh, got back, though, Sam Cosme off of the the IR and they uh, signed the following players to the practice squad, Tyler Clark and Jordan Tomu. And uh, that's the list of moves right now. So obviously it's a continuing situation that, or, a, you know, a situation that continues to evolve. Uh, hope for the best this weekend. Uh, able to, maybe some guys are just contact traced and they just got to get two negative tests. I'm not too sure about that, uh, but we'll continue with our, our bowl predictions i believe we got to what did we get to do we, we finished get to up except for the uh, new year six new year six all right so we will start in the new year six bowls with uh the first one we'll, we'll, the semifinals will be tomorrow we'll also make the prediction tomorrow for who wins uh but for you, for the first one that we'll have here, the Gator Bowl, Wake Forest versus number seventeen, Wake Forest. Or no, wrong thing. We did that yesterday. My fault. Now we're back here to this to Is those bowls. Kansas State, right? Arkansas, Penn State. Yep, Arkansas, Penn State. Arkansas, Penn State. Who you got? I have Penn State. It's actually going to be a tough one, but hopefully, uh, Clifford, who's returning, will be back and healthy. And playing and Penn State's favored by two and a half. The overrunner's forty six and a half. I, I trust uh, Penn State's able to get that one, so I'm going to go with them. I'm going to go with Arkansas. SEC. Arkansas. Yeah, I've got Arkansas as well. Arkansas twenty one twenty first in the nation. Uh, that's the Outback Bowl at Raymond James Stadium. Then the next one is the Fiesta Bowl, number five Notre Dame versus number nine Oklahoma State. Notre Dame favored by two over under forty five and a half. That is the PlayStation Fiesta Bowl, one p.m. ESPN, January first. Well, I think Notre Dame in this uh, kind of year, or with Brian Kelly leaving, that kind of gave it, gave them a jolt. They were very excited about uh, Coach Freeman taking over there. I think they're going to play hard and play to win this game and get Coach Freeman's uh, tenure off to a good start with a win. So I'm going to go with Notre Dame. I'm going, going with, with the Notre Big Dame 12 well. school in Oklahoma State. They have a really good defense. They were literally an inch away from most likely making the uh, college football playoff. If they had that inch, they would have been the Big 12 champion, and we would have uh, – seen them in there and it'd be a whole different story and i think that's going to give them the jolt they want to prove themselves and doing so against notre dame would be it i've got notre dame for this one uh next one at 1 p.m on abc as well uh the verbo the vibo verbo the verbo citrus bowl uh 
That is at Camping World Stadium, Orlando, Florida, number 15, Iowa, against number 22, Kentucky. UK favored by three, over under 44. I've got Iowa. I've got Kentucky. I like their offense, and we've seen from Iowa that they don't really have an offense. Their defense is definitely a uh, top-tiered one in college football, but Kentucky's having a special season when it comes to uh, football. You typically don't think of them as a football school. It's more of a basketball school. I feel like they school, have the last few years. Exactly. That's Jamie why I'm Davis, give the one of the Kentucky. players that Washington now has on their team that came from Kentucky that uh, was part of their kind of good teams of the last couple of years. And that's why I'm giving it to Kentucky. Um, Kind of back and forth on this one. I'm going to go with defense. I'll go Iowa. Is that who you went with? Where's your paper? You know, I don't have it in front of me, Colin. But I'm pretty sure I picked Iowa. All right. <laughs> we'll trust you. If not, I might pick Kentucky. Number well, uh yeah, it makes sense. What's all on right. the papers what's official? All right, the next one at five PM on ESPN, January first, the Rose Bowl game presented by Capital One Venture X, number eleven, Utah versus number six, Ohio State. Ohio State favored by six and a half. The over under is sixty six. I've got OSU. I've got Ohio State as well. Yeah, I'm going to go with Ohio State, but Utah's kind of a weird team because they crushed Oregon twice, and I think Oregon beat Ohio State, didn't they? Yeah. Was, yeah. yeah. They, they did at the beginning State. of the year. So, But that was, as I just said, beginning of the year. Yeah, yeah. I'm just A lot saying. of things are different since, A lot has uh, changed. Two. But I'll go with the Buckeyes because they're the better program. There you go. Uh, next game, 8.45 p.m., January 1st on ESPN. The All-State Sugar Bowl, number seven, Baylor, against number eight, Ole Miss. It's at Caesars Superdome in New Orleans. The line is actually currently even. Over-under is 54 and a half. Uh, this should be a good game. Uh, I actually have yet to pick one, so i got to pick this on the spot. How about you guys go? He wants I to hear have, what we uh, to Baylor, much. Big 12 champions. They're a good-looking team. As you say, Baylor, before you even got the words out, my pen circled Baylor, so I've got Baylor as well. Okay. Do you have, Nick? I'm just going to let you finish what you were saying there, Colin. If you I was basically else. finished. All right. Well, give me Ole Miss. Okay. Ole Miss? Any reason okay. why? or just lane, uh, The lane train? You jumping on the lane train? I like Matt Corral. Okay. If that's how you say it. I think that is. Yeah. Uh, the final bowl uh, that we're doing today that's not part of the college football playoff is the Tech Tax Act Texas Bowl at NRG Stadium in Houston, Texas. 6-6 uh, six and six LSU against 7-5 num- against and five Kansas State. That's 9 p.m. January 4th on ESPN. Kansas State currently favored by one. The over-under is 47 uh, I've got Kansas State only because LSU is kind of up in the air. Uh, are you going to have a new, you know, you, you obviously hired your new coach, but what are you doing? Go Tigers. I, I was doing the countdown. You knew this. <laughs> Go Tigers. Give me LSU. Give you LSU? Okay. Yeah, All right. Well, we will do the college football playoff, the two semifinal games, the Cotton Bowl and the Orange Bowl, and then the college football national championship. That'll, we'll Stood do that tomorrow on the show. We got and then, beef now. Uh, as the We've Bulls, had beef. We'll update Go you tags. on the next show that we'll have. The next show we'll have uh, after tomorrow will be the 29th of December and the 30th of December. We'll update you on how we're doing so far on those uh but we got a couple of minutes left before we got our next guest coming on. Uh, 
big news overnight. I was actually getting ready to put my phone away and go to sleep. This came at like 12.45 in the morning. Uh, reported by Adam Schefter, Urban Meyer fired as Jacksonville Jaguars head coach amid Rocky first year. Uh, I believe it had to do with the uh, – so here's a quote from Shad Khan, the owner. After, quote, after deliberation over many weeks and a thorough analysis of the entirety of Urban's tenure with our team, I am bitterly disappointed to arrive at the conclusion that an immediate change in imperative is imperative for everyone. I informed Urban of his of this change this evening. As I stated in October, regaining our trust and respect was essential. Uh, regrettably, it did not happen, end quote. In the spirit of closure and recharging our players' staff and fan base i will not comment further until some point following the conclusion of the nfl season end quote uh offensive coordinator daryl bevel will serve as interim head coach for the remainder of the season gm trent Balaki will remain uh, in place according to con yeah this is the right move i mean urban meyer's just been a distraction really since he got there started with hiring uh chris doyle the strength and conditioning coach and we know he had issues at iowa with players and uh then he had the ohio bar incident you know he supposedly this latest one was that he kicked josh lambeau that came out yesterday in sports illustrated and that i'm guessing was the straw that broke the camel's back yeah and and he also did like random stuff like signing tim tebow was not necessary i don't think anybody thought tebow could play tight end in the nfl at this point in his career so he just did a lot of things that were just distractions. It almost seemed like he came there just to get fired. Yeah, the guy's a clown. <laughs> I, I, think I don't probably, understand why he took the job in the first place. I don't know. It was a, such a, a stupid move. And it was definitely good riddance. Joke. I mean, I feel bad for Jacksonville because you got your golden star and Trevor Lawrence. You thought he was going to be somebody that could uh, – restart your franchise and now he's gonna have to restart with the new coach so he's gonna have to he's throw everything that he's learned it. out of the window he's probably happy about it but you want your guy to get some progress going and work his way to better himself in this first year and the first year has been an urban meyer disaster yeah definitely i would tend to agree with that and i think he got in way over his head didn't uh kind of like the allure of the nfl but you know, a lot of college coaches just don't like the NFL. And, I don't uh, think he's ever going to coach again. No, I, I, he doesn't need to coach. Know. I mean, how much money he's made over the years at Ohio State. And I don't he really think the just, TV station's going to hire him again. No, I don't think so either. He's done. I would say he's done as well. Uh, that's definitely a career ender when it comes to especially all the allegations coming out as well. Segment sponsored in part by Kent Parsons Ford in Martinsburg. We became number one by making you number one first. Go to ParsonsFord.com for more. We come back. We'll be joined by... A.D. Elliott, the head coach of the Musselman girls basketball team. They got an overtime victory last night over Hampshire. Colin had the call. That's next on the Sports Mix as we wrap it up. Pray to God I see headlights. I made it down the coast in 17 hours. Picking me a bouquet of dogwood flowers and I'm hoping. With four new car dealerships and four used car dealerships in three states, Parsons is the largest used car and fastest growing new car dealer in the tri-state area. Take Parsons Ford with huge savings on hundreds of new Fords. Financing from 0%. Parsons' goal of financing for all. And Parsons' famous above-market trade-in allowances that help make Parsons number one for used cars, too. See why so many won't buy anywhere but Parsons Ford in Martinsburg. We 
became number one by making you number one first. Parsons. Ollie's VIP Northside is the best local spot to catch all of your favorite high school, college, and pro sports, or to hang out with friends. Ollie's has a great beer and cocktail menu, along with a food menu that will blow you away. Ollie's offers multiple TVs to watch the game of your choice from anywhere at the bar or their outdoor patio with cornhole and fire pit. So stop by and see for yourself today at 36 Veronica Drive in Martinsburg. That's Ollie's VIP Northside. We'll see you for the game. Many are aware that Shepherd University is a public liberal arts college offering more than 100 programs of study to Quad State residents. But did you know that the School of Graduate and Professional Studies contains several majors that are fully online and some that can be completed hybrid or in seat around work schedules? Shepherd University providing quality and innovative graduate and postgraduate programs to integrate ongoing educational demands and career trends. Find out more about the Shepherd University School of Graduate and Professional Studies at shepherd.edu slash graduate studies or call 304-876-5313. Remember that last trip to the auto mechanic? I also think your solenoid gasket is bad. What? Yep, that'll be another $500. Forget that and go to DNN Auto Specialist at 230 Tavern Road, Martinsburg, where honesty is their best policy. Serving the Eastern Panhandle since 1974, DNN Auto is family owned and operated, specializing in exhaust alignments and tires. From general maintenance to major overhauls, they'll treat you right. Call DNN Auto Specialist at 304 267 4078. You're tuned in to the Sports Mix with Spencer and Nick on Talk Radio WRNR 106.5 FM, AM 740 and TV 10. Welcome back to this final segment of the Sports Mix for your December 16th, Thursday. This segment sponsored in part by the Marius Group and Ameriprise Financial Advisors, John Everson and Phil McCoy. Call Ameriprise Financial Services at 304 two six three four three four three or you can stop by their offices located at twelve seventy Winchester Avenue in Martinsburg. Well now welcome to the program the head coach for the Musselman girls basketball team. They got a victory last night in overtime over Hampshire. Coach A D Elliott, how you doing today, coach? Uh doing pretty good. Uh feeling pretty excited going into the end of the week and getting ready for Saturday. You guys got your first victory last night in overtime, down by 11 and a half, able to make the comeback and stick it out through, uh, you know, a tough third and fourth quarter to be able to make that comeback and get into overtime and get the victory. What does it mean for your team to get that first victory, kind of get that the thing off of them to be able to get the first victory? Uh, I think it's a big boost in morale. It uh, really shows the girls, you know, the work ethic they're putting in and the results that come from it. We had a conversation at halftime. Just reinforcing, them, reinforcing, hey, keep working through our stuff. Keep being aggressive on defense. Our shots will start to fall. And we don't need to go in a big bunch. We just need to get this back one bucket at a time. And they followed that uh, direction and got down the stretch. We started getting momentum and were able to finish out and close it out in overtime. Cage, uh, this is Nick Verzellini, and you were able to really do a great job on defense toward the end of that game. And it seemed like you kind of pushed their tempo up a little bit and made them un uncomfortable. Uh, what were some keys to your success on the defensive end? Uh, we did a little scouting uh, before this week coming into them. We knew they had a couple good ball handlers that love to attack the defense. So we've been working with the girls all week on how to stop that. We also mentioned to them at the start of the game, we're going to start with our normal uh, styles of defense, getting back to half court, 
But then come the second half, we want to start applying some more pressure. We'll have our legs under us. Uh, Janiah Lindsay did a great job matching up on Hampshire's guard number 10. Uh, she's got great skill getting into the lane. And Janiah just played good lockdown defense, moving her feet. We were able to sub in Sierra Pooler, and she was able to play some defense on her, lock her down, and then even Elena Funkhauser. Um, keeping the ball out of her hands was a huge contribution to our defensive effort. And then also their big inside the paint, uh, Kyver Bennett and Patience, Richie just putting a body on her and getting her out of the play and gathering rebounds. Hey, Coach Elliott, congrats on the win. This is Colin here, and you just mentioned Janiah Lindsay. I was going to ask you about her. How's she uh, feeling, and how's her uh, morale after getting the two clutch free throws and before that having uh, going sideways into the scores table? she all right? Yeah, she's doing okay. Uh, we'll find out here at practice if she had any bumps or bruises. She was good after the game. She said she wasn't feeling too sore. Uh, we told her to go home and ice and rest. But – uh, before they, we took that time out. We drew up a play. We knew we didn't have a lot of time, and we put the ball in her hands. We said, "Go get this game. Get down the court. You got three seconds. Get as far as you can. Um, see if you can't pull the shot up." And when that foul call came through, uh, we picked her up off the deck and we're like, "All right, go make these. Let's get this in overtime." And she's like, "I got it." So she's riding pretty high, feeling really good. Uh, and played a phenomenal game last night. Just doing what she had to do, taking care of business. You guys are back on the court on Saturday at Buchanan Upshur. Uh, what does a team like Buchanan Upshur, uh, what do they do well? Uh, Buchanan Upshur usually has a couple shooters. Uh, they like to get the ball up and down the floor. Uh, we're going to prepare to anticipate a little man, a little pressure, which we seem to be getting more and more of that from teams we've played so far this season. So we're prepared for that and get ready. I think the biggest hurdle is going to be it's a pretty lengthy bus trip uh, for a day ride getting the girls up early, getting them excited, getting them in the zone, and staying focused as we make our way down there. Yeah, started the season with some really tough games and, and some tough losses, and then you go down 11 at halftime, uh, and you were winless on the season heading into the game. So how were you able to kind of keep that focus for your team and keep them uh, locked in to, to finish and eventually come back and win that game? We had the kids reflecting on our opening weekend here at home against Morgantown and Cabell Midland and compared that to what we did against George Washington in Spring Valley. And the big X factor was down in Logan County, we just didn't give up. We battled all the way through the buzzer. We kept pushing. We kept clawing, trying to get steals, trying to push the tempo, trying to make good passes and, you know, get good shots. Uh, we didn't do that the opening week. So once we got into this game, we were getting good looks. Ball wasn't dropping, but we were executing the way we needed to. Um, and all we had to do was just turn off the notch on defense and keep trusting that process and just grind it out uh, point by point, bucket by bucket, and we'd be there at the end to try to get it. So we're going to keep that gritty mentality going into Buck Cannon Upshur, uh, be aggressive on the defensive side, applying pressure, be aggressive on the offensive side so we can open up our offense, get some good looks. Um, and just be playing for a long drug out battle. Coach, I want to compliment your guys as a defensive performance, especially in the second half when it seemed like you went more to a uh, full court press. And I was talking with uh, my color announcer, Jim Klein, after the game, and I said, for girls' high school basketball, a team with a press like that always seems to be unstoppable. So, are we going to see more of it throughout the year from this Muscleman Lady Appleman squad? Uh, we'll, we'll be seeing uh, whatever personnel we throw at us. 
uh, Coach Fitzpatrick and I try to make sure the girls are aware of the opponents we're up against, and we try to put them in the best position. So if it calls for a little more pressure on the front side, going baseline to baseline, you'll see it. Uh, sometimes it might call for a little more reserved approach early or late. You'll see it. So just keep coming. Keep watching. It's going to be an exciting season. Speaking of the season, I'm going to ask one final question to you about the EPAC. We were looking at some of the final scores. It looks like Martinsburg actually lost to that Hampshire team that you guys beat last night. Spring Mills, I've been saying, might be a good team this year, but uh, plead your case as to why your team's going to be the uh, best team in the EPAC and make a trip to Charleston. Uh, even though we got some seniors, uh, they didn't get a lot of a lot a whole lot of minutes because we had a pretty strong senior core last year. Most of them were starters. Um, so our senior class, they're really vocal. They've got a, a lot on the line, and they really want to show they can compete. They can compete well. Uh, even our younger kids, just like our seniors, they have a lot of grit and a lot of grind in them, and they're willing to claw and battle for every single inch. But when it comes to Eastern Panhandle, you know when two EPAC teams square off, it seems like the record's always 0-0, and both teams are going to give everything they got like they're playing for a national championship. So – we're going to play rough. We're going to play tough. Uh, but I think no matter who we're against in the Eastern Panhandle, it'll, it'll be a hard-fought battle for 32 minutes. All right, Coach. Thanks for joining us. Best of luck through the rest of the season. We'll talk. We'll hope to talk to you soon. Awesome. Sounds good. Have a good day, guys. You too as well. That's head coach of the Muscleman Girls basketball team, A.D. Elliott. They play on Saturday at Buchanan Upshur, as we talked about, the 2.30 game, and then they'll uh, wrap up non-conference schedule, their non-conference, I guess, non-EPAC schedule for the most part. They'll finish that up at the end of December at a tournament at James Wood, and then on Monday they have a game at Sharando. Uh, so hopefully we'll have him on quite a few times this year. We look to talk to almost every, we look to talk to every coach uh, in the EPAC at some point this season, uh, but it should be a good one. Uh, should be a good time you know, to talk to all the coaches here soon. And it was really a muscleman-filled show today. Yes, it was, and uh, they're well-deserving a win, and hopefully uh, some more wins coming this weekend there in the a gritty wrestling win. duels. A very gritty win. Uh, to be able to, you know, for her to take that hit and, uh, you know, run and get pushed into the scores table and then make those free Yeah, all throws, the pressure was on Janiah Lindsay. Pr- You're very the clutch. only one standing at the free throw line nobody's in the lanes there's no time on the clock and to have to sink two free throws otherwise it's game over yeah that that's the definition of clutch right there i think too a lot of teams would quit down 11 and being winless heading into your fifth game of the year at halftime but they didn't quit and they came back and i think that says a lot about their coaching staff and their team overall yep all right. Well, as we mentioned, Washington football team's COVID list grows to 21 as three more were added today. We'll keep you updated on that. Uh, but that'll about wrap it up for today's edition of the Sports Mix. Uh, Going to be a good show tomorrow. We'll have on Dave Rogers, the head coach of the Martinsburg boys basketball team. We'll be following them next week at the Seahawk Classic at Hilton Head Island High School, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Also, Spring Mills girls basketball will be there as well. We'll try to get all those games on as well. Just kind of depends on who's where and what and if we can get service in the Ox gym there. Uh, But that'll do it for today's edition of the Sports Mix. Thanks to Muscleman Head Wrestling Coach Dennis Burlingham for coming on for Muscleman Head Coach uh, of the girls basketball team, A.D. Elliott, for coming on for Colin McLaughlin. 
Nick Verzlini, I'm Spencer Bruce saying so long. Tune in to Thursday Night Football from Westwood One tonight, 8 p.m. Chiefs at Chargers. We'll be back tomorrow for another edition of the Sports Mix. That does it for today's show. Talk to you tomorrow. Tomorrow.